0: Hey everybody, it's Eric Frankhouse from EFP episode 50. You know, I had an amazing interview with Anthony from Cypher Unlimited, but for some reason Anchor didn't love us, and it mixed the tracks together so bad that I could not fix it. So, I'm going to re-record it, but that means I have to do something for today. And I realized I've been playing a lot of games lately. Uh, I'm in... A uh, Starfinder game. I am in two Pathfinder games, and it's been kind of nice, like learning the other side of the screen again. I've been out of that for so long as someone who GMs 90% of their time. So I decided, you know what? It's time for Player 102. That's right. How to be a better player 102. So let's dive into the topics and see if I have learned anything this last year, or at least COVID time, of playing games. As a warning, adult content might be in this show. A lot of this is freeform. Swearing happens. And if that offends you, or you have little ones around, or I don't know, whatever it may be, don't play this in that atmosphere. Other than that, fucking enjoy. So our topics for the day are know what you want to play, character creation, be on time, play along, not against, and tell the GM. These are very few topics, but I think I have some depth to a couple of these that might help you prepare before joining a new game. Before I forget, remember, you can call into EFP. You can either use the Anchor app at anchor.fm online, or you can download it on your phone. It's on iOS and Android. Call in, leave a message, and I will put your question on the show. I would love to have a QA and a section on this podcast. So anything you've heard in previous episodes, drop the EP number, the episode number, and... Uh, I'll answer your questions. I want to share my knowledge with you. So know what you want when you're looking for a game to play, especially with a new group. If you go in, just, I want to play a game. You're not going to make the rest of the group very happy. And you're probably not going to make the GM very fucking happy either. Really know, like if you're going in to play Starfinder, but you're trying to build a vampire in space, it may not be the right thing. Maybe you should be playing Vampire the Masquerade instead. Know what you want as a character, too. If you're looking for deep character depth and story, uh, then if you're joining a combat heavy group, probably not the right thing. Take the time to find the right group for that. If you want heavy combat, you really want to dig into grid based you know, love (laughs) from Pathfinder one and two, and even in five E make sure that the group you're joining does those things. If they don't, you're going to be disappointed. Everybody else is going to be disappointed that you're disappointed. And then you're going to leave the group and it just, it could have been avoided. So know what you want when you go in, make a list. I, (laughs) I had to do this myself as someone who was a GM all the time. I didn't know what I was looking for. I knew I wanted to play some sci-fi. I knew that, uh, I for sure wanted to play some Pathfinder 2 because I'm running it, but I would like to understand it from the player side of the screen a little bit more. And I wanted to play an AP. I've I've never completed an AP, an adventure path from Pathfinder. I've played them first book, second book, but never completed one. So that's what I decided I was looking for. After that, I knew that for sci-fi, I didn't really want to play Star Trek. I love the system. I love running it. I just wasn't in the mood to play it. But something sci fi is what I was looking for. And there happened to be someone I really like as GM. <sighs> running Starfinder. And I wanted to play Starfinder, and I haven't in a long time to see if I like it. Answer is not really. Not a big fan. But the group is fun, and I enjoy it. The problem with Starfinder is I feel it was just this mix between Pathfinder 2 and Pathfinder 1. It doesn't matter. Know what you want, and I'm learning that that is not something that I wanted. I will never join another Starfinder game again. The, the rules just don't work for me, even though the setting's great. So make a list. Check it twice. This isn't Santa Claus, but you'll do yourself and the rest of the group service by knowing what you want when you go in. Character creation is important. It is your job as a player to know the process and to be okay with asking questions. Before we even started our Pathfinder game uh, for Extinction Curse, I said, hey, are we using the player's guide? Is there any house rules? And how are we handling it? Because this lets you know what the GM has in mind. Now, now that doesn't mean the rules won't change as you're going along. It's the GM's right and the player's right to talk about changing things that aren't working. But I learned that we aren't going to be using a lot of hero points, which is odd to me because a lot of the system is... Based around using hero points. You know, saving yourself. How you get your rerolls. And this is a problem. No, it was a problem. And then I I realized it wasn't. And I got used to it. But at the gate, he was honest about it. And then he also said he hasn't ran a lot of Pathfinder 2. Which to me, I was learning it. And I figured if I was going to learn it. At the same time, helping somebody else learn it. Not a big deal. But character creation should be done... I don't want to say as a group, because I don't know if four should do that. But you should be talking to the other players. We all have Discord, text messages, phone calls, easy ways to communicate. If you're not making them together at your table digitally or physically, if you're lucky enough to be playing with like your family or something, talk about what you're making. Go through everything. I ended up playing the Summoner class, which is a beta test, and I missed some stuff. Talk to other people. It's how you learn. But character creation is important, because you'll know going in a good chunk of what you're dealing with. And here's some questions I recommend asking. Is this a investigative set piece? Is this heavy combat? Is there certain feats I should be looking for? Are there feats that you should be looking for? Are there feats that at least one party member needs? Are there skills that are necessary? What kind of monsters are we fighting? Make sure you're asking the right questions to make character. Now, don't ask for secrets, but... If you make a ranger that fights goblins and the guy goes, oh yeah, by the way, there's no goblins. You know not to do that. And before you get your heart set on something, these questions will help make sure you're all going along the, the right path, not the wrong path. That you're in the the same sandbox playing the same fucking game. All right, this is a doozy. Yeah, especially for me. Be on time. I can't tell you... How much that means to me as a GM, even though I'm like I said, I'm not perfect, and how much it means to me, I think even more so as a player for some reason, which is weird. I, I guess as a player, you're always hoping that X amount of people show up so that you and your group can play. Your GM hopes people show up, but sometimes you're still doing prep, so little lateness doesn't bother you, at least not as much, but man, as a player. people are late and we're we're not starting because we're waiting for your ass to show up i kind of just don't want you to show up like yo just call let us know you won't be there and that's the other thing if you can't be on time that's fine we all have shit happen i'm not saying everyone's perfect contact everybody let them know the sooner the better if you know the day before let them know the day before there's a good chance i won't be here Plan on me not being here. And if I can show up, I will. I think the players in the GM would rather know 24 hours in advance you won't be there so they can plan around playing without you. Versus 15 minutes before the session starts, your ass isn't there. And you know what? Player to GM, I can't believe I get to say this. If you're not going to make it, and you're not going to be on time, fucking let me know. I, I set time aside to play games. I'm busy. I make sure that the 3 to 4 hours of gaming that we're going to do fit into my schedule but if you can't make sure it fits into your schedule how do you expect me to be there on time and vice versa from player to gm just have some common courtesy and and i know a lot of us get anxious about like oh i'll be there i'll be there on time it'll be fine or you're sick and you think you're going to be better the next day granted right now we're playing digitally it's a little bit easier but when we're playing in person if you're sick dude don't show up. Don't make everybody else ill. Everyone has to go to work and do other things. I don't want to get sick because of my hobby because you refuse not to come. Everyone thinks they're gonna miss out on something. You don't have to. You know, and that's gonna take us into the topic I'm adding that was not in the beginning of this. Take notes, players. I man, I cannot tell you being on the player side. How frustrating it is when nobody else takes notes and everyone always looks to you for all the answers. I'm not saying you have to take elaborate notes, but writing down the names of PCs and what they do and how you're engaging with them or your own gear. I mean, mm, how do you not write down your own gear? You should know where that is. Don't, Don't get me wrong. Again, people forget things. But when people forget things every time, that's a habit. Write your stuff down. Take notes, especially if it pertains to your character or your group. Now, it's cool. If there's a dedicated note taker in your group and everybody has access to those notes and can read them, that's a little different, right? Because you're sharing them. But I still think you should be taking some notes for yourself so that when you go to talk for your character, you know the names of the people you're talking to. You know the names of the NPCs. You know the names of the other player characters at the group. Take a little notes. Just bring some note cards. It goes a long way. I promise you your gaming will be better for taking some notes. And this is coming from a player side, but also is a GM side. I shouldn't have to look up the name of something every time as a GM. Players, do your due diligence. You're there to play as well. Play along, not against. And what I mean by that is play along with not only the players of the table, not only your GM, but the story being told. Going against it or against the grain or swimming upstream when nobody else wants to means you're swimming by yourself. And I'll go, I'm going to hearken back to a, be a better player 101. Nobody wants Wolverine. That silence is for that to sink in. Play with the group. It's It's a collaborative story game. If there's a moment that is conf- you know, confrontation where you're striving on your own because it's your character's story and the players are into it and the GM's into it, that's different. But for the most part, you should be playing along. We're all here to play this story out, especially during Adventure Paths and pre-written adventures. If you are not playing along with those and you're trying to break in and go out of the box, you're a dick. You're the dick player. You're the jerk who is ruining the fun for everybody else because you want something different than what they're doing. I hate to tell you this, but that's not a great way to play. And and if that's the mentality of how to play, you you should be playing video games for a little bit, maybe coming back or playing some miniature games because it's you against someone else. But you're playing something that's cooperative. and, And you have to grasp that, that you're playing a cooperative game. There are moments where you can strike out on your own that makes sense. And ask your GM if you don't know when those moments are. Simply send him a message or write a note card. For example, hey, listen, I know everybody wants to go into here and have conversations. I really am looking to get some extra gold. While they're doing this, is it okay if I do some sleight of hands to steal things in here? Those kind of moments can be good story moments. I'm not saying you have to be a good guy all the time, but if you walk into a town. And everyone's talking to, I don't know, the elder and the guard, and you start murdering people, fuck you. I would kick you from my group. If I was a player, I'd ask you to leave. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. You shouldn't be there. And always, if you got to break character for a minute to ask the group, hey, everybody, if I attack this guy, are you all in? That's a conversation out of character, so everyone's on the same page. We're not mind readers. If we were mind readers, we'd all be doing something else. So play along, not against. Go with the grain, everybody. Athantia has finally come to Patreon as a micro setting and eventually to be published It's a Pathfinder 2E system. And it is what our live stream is based around. We've been playing in this set piece for over 15 years and it was finally time to bring it to you. So if you're interested in playing in Athantia or you want to know more about it, check out my Patreon at Eric Frankhouse presents. If you want to see what the game plays like, Try our live stream. You can find it under the same name on Twitch or on YouTube for our replays. Don't forget SideQuest Air. The opposite weeks, those are moments in between our live stream. To give a little more depth of character. We hope to see you soon. And remember, join our Discord. We're all there to talk, have a good time, and play games. <laughs> So this is a new one, Um, and I guess it's new for me as a player, but not new for me as a GM, because I've asked for it for, gosh, the last 10 years. As a GM, I want a player to tell me what they're looking for for their character. You may not get it right away. I may not get to it right away, but I will work it into the story if we're playing long enough. As a player, the thing you have to remember is, The time frame, how long you're playing this. If it's a one shot and you have secrets, get them out during the one shot. It's your chance. But if this is going to be a three episode, pace it. If it's going to be a five episode, a six, a 10, a campaign, have numerous secrets you can pace out or a story with secrets in it that you can pace out and release in a way that people get to learn about your character. But if you are playing a game, don't be afraid to ask the GM to tell them, hey, I got some secrets I want to get out. What episode do you want me to do this? What, what session? Is this a good session for that? Or do you want me to wait and remind them of your stuff? Because GM has a lot of things they are juggling. And if you have a background piece that fits into something that is going on in the story, go, hey, GM, I know that the, uh, there's all these guards here. I said my brother worked as a guard. Do we want to make him here? A GM will tell you yes or no to fit into the story. And if you hear no over and over again, this is also a sign that maybe this isn't the right GM for your style of play. These are things that you should be learning from and take notes and track them because you will forget them. If you don't write your history, you won't remember your history. (laughs) So tell the GM what you're looking for. If it's a magical item, if it's a new weapon, if it's sci-fi you want to ship, let them know. Because instead of you getting it and dropping it on them, they can work it into the story and make it something amazing. Work with your GM. He's he's not your enemy. So tips and tricks. If you've listened to 101 and you're now finishing up 102, um I gotta say the biggest tips I have being a player again is enjoy the moment you are in. And if you are a GM playing and this is really specific, especially for me, I'm a 99% GM, but if you are playing, do your damnedest to enjoy the story that GM is telling. Even if it's not the story you would tell, those moments should be fun and make them fun for you and make them fun for those around you. Enjoyable moments. Make sure that you're not hogging the spotlight. We talked that in one-on-one, but as someone who's a GM full-time, I have to really check myself on that. Otherwise I will stop all over everybody else's spotlight. I'll be doing the jig in front of them while it's their turn to solo. And I've gotten better at this over the years by simply being self-aware. Sometimes I look at my phone um, and look at the time and how long I've been talking. Sometimes I look at the scene and ask, and I ask the GM, hey, did just, do you want to go to somebody else and we can come back to this so I can think a little bit? Don't be afraid to ask because the gym can cut away, giving him a chance to give other people time. And if you haven't listened to 101, why the hell are you on 102? Go back, listen to 101. I think you'll learn some things in there that are relevant to this. But as for actual tips and tricks, here's a few tips for you. I make a journal out of a moleskin, those little small ones, for each character I'm playing. Now, I do have one that is for one-shots, where I just, every couple pages is a one-shot, but I make one for each character I'm playing. They're cost-effective, and they're easy. I prefer writing them than typing them. There are games that I do type them, if I'm doing shared notes for a group, because I can't convince other people to do notes, but I still write them as well. It's quicker, and I can take notes in a style that I want. My second tip for you is pretty simple. (laughs) Play games you like. Don't play games you don't like. And you don't always have to play with your group. If you have a home group, and I know this is very new for a lot of people, and this is new to me in the last couple of years, if your home group is playing a game you don't want to play, it's okay to bow out for that one. Go play something else for a little while and come back. It does two things. It will make you love the group you left, or it'll make you realize what you're looking for. It doesn't mean at the end of the day you can't all be friends. And the last thing I think I would tell everybody this is simple. Level your character before you get to the fucking table. I'm sorry, but just have it done. Your GM has done all this work. You should do the work and be ready when you set there. Now, if you have questions, that's fine, but have the general stuff done. <laughs> All right, that's it for episode 50, everybody. Be a Better Player 102. I like these 100 series. They're really fun. I think I'm going to do the GM 103 here pretty soon. I don't know what it's going to be on, but I, I I love doing it. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I am sorry the interview didn't get to come out, but don't worry. Anthony or Spiggs from Cypher Unlimited and I will be recording it again. We love doing it and I really want to make something awesome. And there's so much great content in there on running your own community. If you want to find me anywhere else, you can find me under Eric Frankhouse or Eric Frankhouse Presents on any social media platform. I've been doing a lot of TikToks recently as well to help people be better players and GMs. Check me out on Eric Frankhouse there as well. Last, on the first and third Tuesday of every month at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, we run a Athantia Dark Tides, my home setting of soul punk Victorian horror. If you want to be there for the pre-show, join us at 7.10. That same Friday, I do Under the Tides. There's like a little bit of a GM reflection on that. But right afterwards, we do the Merrifield Town Hall, and that has been outstanding. If you want to help build the town of Merrifield for all the PCs, join us. We start at 5.30. Usually we start Merrifield around 6, 6.30. Get loot carts and help build this town into something awesome. When we hit 100 followers, I promise on Twitch I will start drawing out Merrifield. Hopefully by the end of the season we have more than one street. That's it for me everybody today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and God, man, it is good to be back in the saddle. So stay tuned and hopefully next week we will have that interview for you. As always, watch, listen, learn, be a better gamer.